Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Fallen Leaves. Tell a story. I'm the loathsome weed eater! Halls Burkhart. Holy shit, I can't believe I'm about to say what I'm about to say. That the time is finally here. After years of waiting, 
Tool is releasing the long-rumored re-recording of Opiate. No, I'm just kidding. We're talking about Elden Ring. She, she came. I was coming in hot there at the beginning. That uh, opening cinematic gets me fired up. Oh, buddy, can I just say, when I finally got to sit down and play Elden Ring, I could not have sat down more ready. I was perfectly set up. I had you and Nick in my ears. I had just ordered pizza. Mm. I had some soda pop. <laughs> a half and a quarter of a special cookie that was just brimming in my subconscious. Three-fourths of a cookie. Three-fourths of a cookie. I'm bad at math. <laughs> All right? It's not my strong suit. All right, a podcasting math. No, no, thank you. <laughs> and then that opening cinematic kicked in. And like, I don't know that an, it's been a long time since an opening cinematic has gotten me that hyped. That's, Jesus Christ. That's, yeah, it really sets the mood. I mean, the the guy who's doing the voiceover to me is incredible. He's got like the quavery voice, oh, you know. When his voice cracks. Mm-hmm. Oh, Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, Chieftain of the Badlands. <laughs> it's so good. It just gets me ready so, so hard. Uh, I've watched that like it was a new corn video in 1998. <laughs> That's how many times I've watched that opening cinematic. Man, I, I, I played a little bit the, the first night. We'll get into all that. But, like, I deleted that character, which I only had 45 minutes on, and started a new one just so I could see the cinematic again. again yeah. I didn't even think about watching it on YouTube. Oh, <laughs> no. You know immediately your boy found a 4K version on YouTube <laughs> and got to town on watching that. And then uh, yesterday... So, like, you know, I I would play, I'd take a break to eat, I'd play, take a break, you know, go on, so on and so forth. And on one of those breaks when we were eating dinner, I was talking to Jesse and I was like, hey, can I show you something? I really want you to see this. And it was that. It was that cinematic. That artwork. (laughs) It's really good. Jesus Christ. I mean, the, there's a part where there's like a snake going through when like it talks about the cause that shattering yeah when when that when that i first saw that and you know i was i went in as blind as possible i saw none of the cinematics me neither and uh when i saw that the snake and the head thing i smiled so huge i was like oh it's from from games i mean i just love that aesthetic so much uh i gotta say this cinematic to me uh and it's not just new boot goofing, like just excited to have this new game. To me, sets up the world better than any of the previous From games that I have experience with. I'm by far not a completionist, but right. you know, I've played Demon Souls, mm-hmm. I played Bloodborne, I played Dark Souls, and Dark Souls Three. Mm-hmm. I've only completed out of those. I've only completed Demon Souls, mm-hmm. but the opening cinematic that sort of sets the tone in the world. Like I kind of have an idea what's going on in this world for once. Right now, let me just say this about Bloodborne because to see the real cinematic, you have to just sit at the opening screen for a while. Oh. The one that plays when you play the game is just kind of a real short. Like, let's throw you in the world, but the actual cinematic trailer is really awesome okay so i challenge you to so see maybe that at I some point it. i missed it then. but uh but not saying that the other I, ones weren't awesome right i totally agree yeah. but this one is on another level i it think is. i feel like it 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 got emotions out of me that i don't know if it's probably because i was just 
you were so fucking ready. beyond hyped. I mean, we'll get into the the lead up, you know. Yeah. But uh, God, yeah, just seeing that shit, man. <sighs> okay. So we will preface this because I know, understandably, people can be a little precious about from games. Mm-hmm. There will be some things that, depending on your view and your feelings might be considered slightly spoilers. Very light spoilers probably, but yeah. There will be no spo- story spoilers. The only story I know about this game is that audio we played at the beginning. Exactly, the opening. I am still only in the opening area. I think I have 10 hours in in uh, Elden Ring now. Steve is double that. Yeah, I'm getting close to 20. And we're both still in the same area. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve's been to the first, I guess you would say, real big boss. Yes. I, I haven't, haven't even been there yet. I haven't beaten uh, beaten it yet. Right. So that's just to give you guys sort of a, to set the expectations. This is not, I wouldn't consider this as our, our Elden Ring review. Right. It's Mm-mm. more like Elden Ring early impressions. Yes, exactly. Now, when we get done with Elden Ring, we are going to do like the full deal circle back around full appraisal of Elden Ring. Yeah. Might um, even be like a two parter. It could end up being yeah. a two parter. Um so that's that's setting the table. That's what we have on the deck for today. You know who I would love to have on for that? Nick. Yes. Also Evan. Oh could we could we assemble the council? Possible. The round table. And, oh, the round so, table hold. Can we assemble the round table hold of our Elden Ring buddies? <laughs> Man, Ooh. that would be a good time. I think I think we might need to start coordinating. I think we might need to start coordinating yeah. that because that would be fun. Now we're in no rush because Nick, you know, can't play during the week usually. And neither so. can I mean really neither good can point. I. Yeah, you know? so so it, it's gonna take some time for us to get through this yeah. massive slab of a game. Yeah. <laughs> um so I feel like I'm gonna chill in the passenger seat, put my feet up on the dash. Maybe put a put a, a record on the Bluetooth and buddy, let you drive. What are we doing? Let's right. go. So so I'll start with just my lead up to it. Just you know, the day before or whatever. Oh, I, we got to talk about GameStop. Okay, yeah. So we've talked about it on the show, like because it's crazy to think like we're not even in a, a year into doing this podcast. But when we started, mm-hmm. we didn't know when Elden Ring was coming out. Right. There hadn't been a new trailer yet. In fact, we're talking about like fucking show us Elden Ring. And we also talked about how pre-orders went up. You got the crazy limited edition mm-hmm. and called, I'm just catching everybody up, called GameStop, emailed, emailed them mm-hmm. and said, Hey, I'm kind of looking to get this on the release date. Right, because it said it was going to ship like two to four days after, right. or I would get it two to four days after it released. And I was like, what? You know, I'm paying like a lot of money for this version. Yeah. Emailed them and got a response real quick from somebody who was like, you know, that dang, that that collector's edition looks so awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'll upgrade your shipping, no charge, no problem. So I thought the matter was handled. And so I kept checking my email that week. Oh, and boy, do I not relate to anything. I relate to this God. hard. So they had sent me a, a, a confirmation email the week before. Right. So I was like, cool, everything's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I just kind of kept waiting for shipping. I would check that in my bank account because that's when the charge was supposed to hit. Nothing, 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 nothing. And I was stressing out about it. So Wednesday comes and I hear nothing. And I'm like, screw it. 
I'm buying the digital version. This way, at least I can relax. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and not have to worry about it coming in. Right. Play. And lo- it's a good thing I did because I finally heard from them on Friday, the day of release, the day of release, when you were supposed to have it in hand. Right. And they were like, "We're anticipating a little bit of a delay, uh, but we are going to have this out to you on Monday, February twenty eighth, which is tomorrow." Right. Which you would recording. expect. One day shipping should be there Tuesday the 29th. Right. Well, there's not a 29th this year. It's not a leap year. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> March 1st. Right. So they then send me an email on Saturday saying, hey, we shipped. And I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Check the, the tracking, and it's like your current delivery date is March 8th. <laughs> so I can't, obviously, I can't say for sure, but if I had to guess, they didn't get their limited editions in when they originally Man, thought I'm they guessing. were something. It made me feel a lot better about buying the digital edition. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hey, have you looked to update that? Tra- have you looked at the tracking to see if I it's did. updated? And it it did. hasn't. Got- it updated. I was going to mention that today. Now it says March 3rd, which is going to be the end of this week. Okay. So if that happens. A week happens. later then. A week later. Yeah. I still feel good about buying the digital. Version. I, buddy, I fully endorsed the double dip. <laughs> yeah. Because I I was like, just do it, man. Yeah, just do I mean, it. That of all the companies that I'm gonna double dip for, it's most assuredly from. So exactly, and it's been worth it. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so you would have then played pretty much right at eleven for oh, yeah. us when mm-hmm. it went live on Thursday night. Yep. I uh, I I was on there, and a lot of it I, I couldn't stay up crazy late. I had to work the next morning. Right. So. I just messed around with the character creator a little bit for probably about 30 minutes. You know, you can get kind of in-depth. Oh, yeah, you can. And kind of went through that first little, I don't know, like training area. Yeah. It's just a bunch of fucking troll messages. (laughs) It sure is. Do you want to know how many fucking walls I was just swiping at because someone had left a message that said secret wall ahead or secret room ahead? Yeah, let me just... Let me, if anybody hasn't played it, don't bother hitting any of the walls in the first area because there is not any invisible <laughs> walls and everybody's just trolling you. Yeah. If, if you see blood stains near an edge, near a message that says great treasure ahead, don't, don't roll, roll off. Roll off no. You know, it's your typical, typical from stuff. But like, yeah, I, I played a little bit and I got really excited, got to the first kind of big area and then went to bed. The next day at work was like so excruciatingly oh. long. I was trying to play it cool, you know, just like uh, whatever. Yeah, you know? But I'm a I'm a well-adjusted adult. I'm not thinking about a video game all day. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. this day is flying by. <laughs> Before you know it, I'll be sitting in front of my TV playing a little video game. It'll be wonderful. Right. Yeah. yeah that's not how it goes. Because Cindy was really cool. She's like, I know this is something you've been waiting for. Well, you can have this weekend to just go nuts with it, and then you know we'll get back to normal life next weekend. And I was like, thank you. So had all that to look forward to. And when I got home Friday night, she was gone out with a friend. She knew she knew <laughs> to get out. Not because not I was like, get out, woman. But yeah. she was just like, I don't want to watch this dude like cream in his pants yeah. like, sitting in front of the TV. Oh, oh. <laughs> she comes home and the whole floor it's in like front of your Randy TV. It's like Randy from South Park. Yeah. <laughs> the whole floor in front of your TV is just painter's tarp, like that clear painter's tarp. And towels. Like, they look like a from monster. They're just 
crusty towels all wrapped around each other in big lumps. <laughs> you're skeletal, like no nutrients in your body. I've gone lips, hollow. Your <laughs> lips cracked from dehydration. Oh, man. Yeah, so that first night was really, really fun. Um, and uh, one of the, the best things about it was something I didn't anticipate was the fact that I didn't know. For some reason, I thought we would get the group together and hang out, but maybe that we would play Halo and talk about Elden Ring. But what ended up happening was we all just played Elden Ring together. And talked and on Discord. kind of talked on Discord. And it is delightful. It's so good. We were all discovering shit and being like, oh, there's okay, this thing here. Okay, go look at your map. Mm-hmm, yep. mm-hmm. And can I just say, like, I, I got to start... Fuck, not, I mean, almost 48 hours after you and Nick. Right. So I was a little behind. And I think a testament to the game, the vastness and the sense of discovery in this game, is the fact that by as the night went on, even I started finding yeah. a couple of things that you guys Dude, had. Dude, you found seen. tons of shit that we didn't find. And I was stoked for it. I was like, like, hell yeah. Yeah. Show me where it is. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> b- buddy, I got to tell you. One of my favorite things was like, okay, let me sit at the campfire. I got to discuss. Like, guys, I just found this cave, or I just found this merchant or this NPC. So fun. It was really good. We were able, you and I, Nick and I tried. I didn't realize that it wasn't, the game isn't cross-play. It's unfortunate, but. Small, um, one of the small marks against it. Right. But you and I are both playing on our PlayStations, so whenever we tried to do it, it was literally no problem. There were some steps you had to take. We had to set, like, passwords. Slightly convoluted, but Mm -hmm. otherwise not that bad. Right. One person, you have to kind of find the area in the Mm -hmm. dungeon. The dungeons are kind of meant to be co-opt. That's kind of the co-op version of of where you can summon people. Yeah, you can definitely do the dungeons without co-op. You can. Mm -hmm. But the... So... I would say another slight mark against it that I actually think will become... I'm not saying it'll be a big problem with the game, but it'll be one of the small things I find kind of a bummer. And I even feel like it might have been uh, presented, because I watched most of the officially released trailers and Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, The way it was presented, I felt kind of meant like, I could just summon you into my open world and we go off exploring the map together. Right. But it's actually more contained, Mm -hmm. the Mm co-op system is, than I thought. At least... Not that it's not really cool when you do do it. It is. Absolutely. And I wonder if it might change as it goes along. It could. But, but, um, because I do keep finding things that like, you know, I literally just found the invasion stuff late last night like mm-hmm. before i went to bed and there could be more later but like as it stands right now it's almost kind of chalk from style multiplayer um yeah like there so you'll go into a dungeon there's this statue there that you have to activate mm-hmm. to even allow co-op mm-hmm. and then um if I want you to summon me, I have to draw a summoning sign on the ground with or your, vice versa. With an, with, I, with an item. Yeah. Right? And then, and then the I would have to use an item, a separate item, to, to, draw to reveal the signs. Yeah. And those items that, I, that I'm using to reveal the signs are limited. But you can remake them really easy with mm-hmm. the game's crafting system, which we'll talk about. <laughs> so once, but once you do that, 
uh, it works pretty good. We had no problems getting into each other's games. We did nope. it several times, and it was a blast. You know, yeah, you were doing uh, some nice little ranged stuff at one point, like yeah. So like you know, uh, they, obviously we're early hours in the game, so these little mini dungeons are exactly that. They're tiny. Mm-hmm. They're very small. Three or four rooms tops, mm-hmm. and then a boss room. Maybe a small puzzle somewhere in there very easy switch puzzle yeah. or like mm-hmm. hidden passage puzzle um and so you know that we do the first one i can't even remember who it was we just kind of both ran in at him berserker to his ass and kitty. we were done was it kitty statue <laughs> i think so maybe it was um but then um i would say by the third little mini dungeon we did together we hit one where there were two mm-hmm. bosses mm-hmm. and a bunch of trash mobs and that was the first time we wiped any yeah, on yeah, a dungeon. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So by the, I think it was like maybe the third time we went into this boss fight, you were in there fucking mixing it up face to face, and I was standing on the outer periphery, shooting trash mobs. Mm-hmm. And then once we got them cleared out, and you would be running one on oneing the the boss, and you'd be like, "Shit, I need to heal." And then I'd like hit him with a fire arrow to really get his aggro. Mm-hmm. Then he'd come at me. <laughs> And, then, and like just sort of like fucking trade back and forth oh it like when we got that rhythm down mm-hmm. exciting it was really fun yeah fucking you, thrilling you were like legolas out there yeah. freaking shooting things with bows and i had my I hey. had fire axe going hey uh uh one legolas <laughs> i i'll have I'll, if i worked up that joke a little more i could have made it funnier but it popped into my head like just the mental image of you calling me legless and I got a <laughs> fucked up leg. Legless. Not Legolas. I'm Legless, the elf. I like one Legolas too. One Legolas. Both of those are, are really good. Um so yeah, I think we did four, maybe yeah. five little co-op sessions where we mm-hmm. worked through a dungeon. Yeah, because you had to help me get through the the same one. Yeah, the, we ran it twice. Because when you get summoned, if you haven't done it yourself you don't get like the credit for beating it you or do the get reward you get a reward for for being summoned you know there but that's its own reward yeah you don't get like i think the one that we had to do twice was like uh the sewing kit and the needle were were the big rewards that i got the first time and that's then right we yep. went back through <laughs> then you helped me with the mines mm-hmm. which i'm gonna tell you if you hadn't helped me with those mines I don't know that I would have cleared it by now, and I don't know that I would have found the boss room right oh, without with your help. The elevator there is, stuff. Yeah, there's like a secret little roll-off thing in mm-hmm. the elevator. Yeah, that's that's the FromSoft vet in me. Um, so, what class did you go with? I went with the hero, the hero class. Okay. He had the highest starting strength. Okay, and that's that was I decided to go strength build Unga Bunga. You know, yeah. Like, so you yeah you're using. You started off with an axe? Starts off with a one-handed axe, yeah, and a um, large leather shield, cool. which, which I recently upgraded to a heater shield, so now I have um, 100 physical defense, which is good. I was torn between two. Mm-hmm. Vagabond is what I ended up going with because that is not just in a From game, but in games in general, like a single-player RPG, a guy in heavy armor with a big shield and a sword. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. sort of what my go-to. In a Dragon Age game, my first character is always, you know, the fighter or the warrior. And I'm trying to get my stats knocked up so I can wear the heavy plate, look cool, 
that's be up in people's faces. Heck yeah. That's what I ended up going with because my other class that I was considering, given my somewhat limited from experience, I was a little worried might be a bit of an advanced class and I didn't want to get frustrated with it and then bounce off. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I feel like if makes sense. If the day comes that I want to do a second playthrough, then samurai, which is the other class I'm talking about, Ooh. will be what I go with. Yeah, that was tempting to to try a samurai, especially having played as much Sekiro yeah. as I have, you know. I bet the parry that little wooden shield he starts with is great at parrying. Oh. We can talk about that in a second because your boy has a move that he's real good at in this game for once. Oh, yeah. So that's something else we should talk about. Like, there's a a starting area kind of where there's a tutorial. Okay, yeah. That's one thing I wanted to say. Mm -hmm. I do think we can offer some, some tips. Some tips and tricks for new time from players, new Elden Ring players that... I'll be honest with you once again, if it wasn't, I, I like, despite the fact that Mike's, the thing that I did instead of playing Elden Ring on Friday kind of really sucked for me. Uh, besides that, coming into the game after you and Nick had been venturing out and having you guys be like, hey, mm-hmm. like, do you mind if I give you some tips? Which I didn't. I feel like there's some stuff I could have easily missed and it would have been a detriment to me. You guys helped me hit the ground running like really solidly Mm -hmm. so take it away because there was something i could have easily missed in the opening moments of the game and that's that tutorial it's the tutorial yeah so you know there's there's like a ghostly guy sitting on a chair that i just completely missed because when you run into the room there's like a glowy tree at the far end of it and i was like what is that and i ran right to the tree and just didn't even look at the guy and and if if you notice him and talk to him he like kind of gives you a little vocal nudge to try to jump off this ledge here into this hole Mm -hmm, into this hole and they want to show you that i think a fall damage isn't as bad as as you think it's going to be yeah Yeah. it still exists Mm -hmm. and it'll still kill your ass if you jump from like a cliff and it's not like sekiro where you could just jump off anything and Mm -hmm. you're fine but um but that's the whole tutorial level down there yeah and there's some new concepts in this game that that have changed from old from from games because yeah. they you know they added a jump button which they didn't used to have you used to have like some sort of arcane controller move to do a jump and they changed how to two hand your weapon they yep. added these guard breaks which I'm pretty sure is what you're talking the about the guard break I'm pretty good at the guard they're, break they're they're awesome so a guard break like especially with my class right having the shield Mm -hmm. i hold up my shield and as soon as the enemy's weapon makes contact with that shield you hit r2 Mm -hmm. on the playstation and your guy will like boom knock them and then he does this cool spinny move where he slashes them and a lot of times even on i would say mid-tier like obviously for trash monsters it annihilates yeah them. it's really but good. even mid-tier guys it'll stun them and knock them to their knees and you can get a couple of extra hits on the them. right guys yeah. yeah you have to know the right guys to use it on and it like it on certain bosses you can even use it on bosses but you just have to know when to use yeah. it because there's certain bosses who don't care if you just broke their their guard or whatever and they're right. come they're just going to continue their string and kill you yeah so i i learned that the hard way like pretty early on there's the set of ruins that's sort of just got a bunch of soldiers camped out in it mm-hmm. and it seems like maybe one of the first areas 
if you sort of follow the given path at first that you'll come across something like that. And you told me like, hey, that's not a half play- bad place to sort of grind out some runes, which are the equivalent of souls in this game. Mm-hmm. They're your currency. Right? You buy everything with them. You level your guy up with them, just like any other From game, right? Like, mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so I'm fucking around in there, and, and I was like, well, this will be a good time for me to try and uh, figure out guard breaks and all that, get that mechanic down, switching my to my two-handed weapon form. And there's a guy in there, a big knight with a huge shield. It's he's kind of like the main guy of the camp with a spear. Did he have the boss <sighs> boss health bar? No. Okay, there was one guy down there in the tutorial who comes out at you with the boss health bar. I thought it was the guy maybe for the guard break, but oh, now that may be that. What well, I mean in that first camp, this is in the open oh, world. Oh, in the actual open world. Okay, it's I got right you. by. I got it's you. that um, side of Grace mm-hmm. that's right by the big stone gate. Gotcha. It's gateway yep. Grace side or whatever. Uh, and that guy, so I'm going through every guy I'm fighting. I'm doing the guard break. Nobody's touching me. And then I figured out real quick, oh, you know, if an enemy has a special animation, you have to wait till the last hit of that animation to do your guard break. Mm-hmm. For instance, this guy has like a big thrust with his spear. will he'll thrust it at you three times. You can guard break the first or second thrust. But that shit ain't going to make him stop doing the second and third thrust. Right. Same thing with the bosses. They just will just keep rolling right right through it. So it's important, you know, and you learn that by by just going out there and getting your ass kicked. Mm -hmm. Um, But so that was that was real important to, to make sure you get through that tutorial. Another good tip I can give people is if you talk to an NPC, just keep talking to him until he starts to repeat himself. Yes. Yes. You'll usually find some good information. Um. The other thing would be that once you get up into... Oh, like we talked about earlier, the elevators. If you're ever on an elevator, ride it multiple times up and down and look around the sides. Yes. Because there's more than likely going to be like a secret Roll that you off can area. get in And that it might just shaft. be like a tiny ledge where you can pick mm-hmm. up an item. One item or, or something. Or it may be an entire other part mm-hmm. of the dungeon, mm-hmm. including the path that leads to the boss yep. of that dungeon. Yeah. There were Bloodborne had like a major elevator roll off that you had to find pretty much. Oh. <laughs> so um so I love the guard breaks. Uh let's talk other new mechanics. The jump you mentioned. Mm-hmm. From the jump you can hit jump and then hit R2 and do like a downward strike. Yep. Buddy. The jump attacks rule. Yeah. They do. There was this one time totally we didn't like go okay on three we jump we go into this dungeon and in this dungeon it's the two of us and there's a pit and down in the pit there's like four or five wolves and i was like well steve's with me fuck it i hit jump hit that r2 and i look to my left and right next to me like where the goddamn avengers and synchronicity steve is also falling from the sky into his r2 jump attack yep just was perfect timing. and i wasn't even gonna say anything but steve goes oh right at the same time <laughs> oh man yeah it just felt like i was in sync all weekend couldn't wipe the smile off my face can, can we talk about the um the meme that has emerged from the three of us playing Elden Ring together. <laughs> it's the Steve is being a jerk meme. <laughs> and he's really yes. not, but yes. it's, it's, it's so it's the timing and the context of it. So <laughs> like what will happen is, you know, the three of us will be on discord. We'll play in and I, I might be like, Hey guys, 
how exactly do I uh, craft arrows or something <laughs> like that? Or do you guys know where to find smithing stones? And then Steve, who is also playing Elden Ring, but is probably, you know, fighting some huge boss <laughs> or just came across some fucking horror on the map, goes, Oh, Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> and he's not referring to my question, but it's the timing of it, you know? And so, like, uh, like the joke is that happens, and then whoever it is that asks the question, be it me or Nick, goes, All right, man, my bad, damn. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, man, usually I'm just getting, like, killed by 16 skeletons at the same time or something i fucking hate the skeletons in this (laughs) game so far and then nick was like oh you just gotta do this and i haven't fought a skeleton yet to text it or to test it i don't like them though (laughs) oh goodness um another tip this would be for like more specifically elden ring don't take on anything that easily kicks your ass no you well even don't take on anything that is just taking you too long to kill right there's like there's just i'm saying there's one thing that's immediately at the start basically yeah and i still haven't killed i'm actually gonna go home and take care of that i'm thinking about fucking with him too today i'm gonna take care of that motherfucker today so i have a funny story about that right um so we're talking i'm talking to you guys while we're um while making my character through the opening moments of the game. Then I get to the open world and I say, Hey guys, I'll be right back. Food's about to get delivered, which that I wanted to fucking stuff my fat face. But (laughs) secondly, I wanted a second, like with just me focusing to get some things down and then come back into the discord. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. so I could concentrate zone in. And so I come out of the opening area, find my first side of grace, I touch grass. I'm telling you the fact that you activate the sites of grace by touching grace, and I can change that to touching grass like the meme, delights oh, me to no end. You will hear that so much, Steve, that you're going to be like, I never want to hear the term touch grass. No, again. I love it, man. Nick, Damn. Nick, it's so weird because Nick was talking about touching grass last weekend when I was in Florida. Yeah. This is unprompted from you. So it was just weird that I had to circle back around for Elder Ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, then I'm talking to the NPC that's there, and I'm like, oh, this. And then I'm looking around at this huge vista. Mm. Like, when you first step out and you see the skybox in this game, and it looks like, I don't know, man, the, like, rolling, dark, ominous clouds with the giant gold Erd tree in the back. And it's just vast. The draw distance is insane. It's incredible. Everywhere you're looking is just fucking potential adventures and heartbreak Mm -hmm. laid out before you. In typical from fashion, if you can see it, you can probably get there. Yeah, and I'm like, let's fucking go, boys. (laughs) Hell yeah. So I fucking leave the side of grace. I'm walking. I'm like, oh, yeah, another thing. There's uh, stealth. Mm -hmm. So I hit my button and I'm stealth because I see a guy. I see him like kind of close. He's big looking. He's got a horse. He's got gold armor. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to fuck with that guy. I just know you can see him. So like, but I want it. But I want to see him. Right. Like Mm -hmm. I want to check him out. So I'm like sneaking over into the bushes and Jesse's watching me play. And I didn't even realize she was watching. So I'm sitting there and I'm sort of talking to myself and I go, wow, he looks cool. I hope he doesn't see me. And then Jesse goes, oh, he definitely sees you. (laughs) And he did. And I got him like... He did and you died. I got him down to half health though. That's pretty good though, honestly, especially on foot. Yeah. Um, 
got him down to half health before, and I haven't tried to fight him since. I've run from him every time since, but interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as soon as you, I thought it was so funny, you come out and immediately there's something that's just going to wipe the floor oh, with you. Yeah, just like just dominate your ass. Yeah. Like, hello, welcome. Yep. Welcome to Elden Ring. Welcome. Um, but yeah, so just if, if you see something like that, you don't have to fight him or no. her or it just walk away go go another way there's there's tons of different ways you can go and tons uh, of different shit you can do if you come across a dungeon or a settlement and things seem harder to kill than they were before mm-hmm. uh go somewhere else yeah level up upgrade your weapon and then come back like you don't have to keep i'm sure there'll be a point and who know, like i don't think i'll reach this point but I'm sure there'll be a point where I could just focus on this tiny little area that I have on the map mm-hmm. and get everything done. And then I'd have to move on to Margaret, the first big boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's so much there that you can just move and bounce around. Good Lord, there's a ton. There's yeah. just so much. Uh, you know, and and to, I guess our last tip that we could give that I kind of want to give would be to just kind of bear... Like, what happens when you the game kind of wants to push you in a certain story mm-hmm. direction. So at these little gray sites, you can see almost, almost like not necessarily ghost of Tsushima esque, but it does sort kind of, of like Witcher three. There you almost. go. Yeah. Kind of where, it, where there's like glowing lines that are mm-hmm. suggesting you the direction. Uh, look, uh, follow that for the first little bit. Yeah. Because, yeah. because it's going to lead you somewhere that, uh, really advances the game in a good, good way. Yeah. So like, because it took me so long to finally be able to play, I read a lot of articles and watched a lot of videos of like things you should do first in Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. Elden Ring. Ten things Elden Ring doesn't tell you. <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Of course, yeah. So I had a little bit, but granted, without any context, a lot of it just seems foreign. Abstract. And I have no mm-hmm. idea what they're talking about. But I was sort of prepared. So like, I would say, you know, before you really start going off and exploring the things you should have or have available to you are your mount. Mm-hmm. You should just sort of progress the story as they're pushing you until you get your mount. Yep. Until you unlock the ability to summon spirits. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that what they're called? Spirits? <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. And ashes. Ash, ashes. Whatever they're yeah. called. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Summon your companions, not as in co-op companions, but AI companions. Um, get your mount, get that, Get your crafting kit. Like, granted, you're just going to buy that from your first vendor you come across. Who mm-hmm. looks like Santa Claus? For <laughs> <Yeah. some reason. laughs> Ella, Ella, Ella. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then once you have that all set, then start go look, go out and start looking. Um, mm-hmm. And don't be afraid to die. No. Like that's that's honestly the the you have to have a special mindset to play these games, and the the mindset is that you you're going to learn from failure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you and but I'll tell you this, man. I have I was a little worried because you know I remember in Demon Souls, which is the one I have the most experience with, starting that game right, and my first couple of days were the same bridge, the same couple of corners, the same corridors over and over. Again. Starts tough, yeah, and mm-hmm. and you sort and I'm sort of just slowly inching forward in this big castle, right? And I was like, you know. I hope I feel like I've made enough progress or have somewhat of a sense of accomplishment 
by the time we record tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, By the end of last night, I was like, shit, I feel like I've done some shit. I had taken on, you know, seven mini bosses, if not more. Mm -hmm. I had uh, upgraded my sword a couple of things. At times, I'd leveled up. I figured out archery, you know, all that good stuff. So even if you take it slow and low, you are going to make progress. You're going to figure things out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, And I think you will... If you stick with it, you'll figure it out. Yeah, and I mean, there's just so much to see. And getting the mount is really key, I think, mm-hmm. too. The mount really rules. I guess we, we, we can talk about the mount yep. a little bit. That was in the trailer. The mount is really, really nice. Really it's, nice. Spawns instantly, can double jump, mm-hmm. which is a, a nice little thing. Can get you into up into some areas you can't reach. Or can get you out of dangerous yep. situations. Mm-hmm. It's also a pretty decent offensive option, too. I haven't gotten great at the horse I'm combat terrible yet. Terrible at it. But um, if I could manage to, you can lock on, which helps. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still haven't. I'm still not great at it. But when I have pulled it off, like I'll just wreck dudes. Yeah. Like the the infantry on the ground, I can handle. But um, just being able to to whip across the map at a good clip is yeah. is really nice, especially in a map of this size. Yeah. There's lots to discover, and using the mount will get you where you need to go. Uh, yeah, and there are times when you might end up somewhere where you are not supposed to be, mm-hmm. and having that mount immediately be be it able to call it because I've come across some nasty shit, my dude. Ooh, yeah, some nasty shit. For instance, the big bears. Ooh. Whoa, Lord. reminded me of uh, Stephen King's uh, The Wastelands. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um. And the the thing that kind of surprised me is, you know, how close to the first sight of grace, there's some just yeah bad shit. Not yep. just that sentinel guy I mean, that you first see. There's like something a, a lot closer than yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> who we who we call the Titan. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think that's technically a troll. Trolls, yeah, yeah, but yeah. It definitely looks like a Titan from Attack on Titan. Yeah, and it, you know how you can tell it's a troll besides the name. We fought one as a boss, and it came up. When you pass by it, it's real weird. You have to ha- sort of have headphones on to hear it. But, like, uh, when you pass by it, you c- just listen real close and you'll hear, Elden Ring isn't that great. <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy ruins Star Wars. Why do they put black people in movies? All movies should be white guys. Elden Ring is overhyped. It's weird. It's such a neat little like oh, sound. I haven't noticed that yet. <laughs> I'm gonna have to isolate that. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to get, have to get in there with the, uh, the old headphones. <clears throat> um, <laughs> I want to talk about one of my favorite. So the memes are already starting to fucking pump out, right? Mm-hmm. One of my favorite, and it was so odd social media reactions to Elden Ring was everybody jumping on Jason Schreier's ass. <laughs> and I, I I don't say it's my favorite because they were jumping on his ass. It was because they were being so fucking stupid about it. Yeah. All the dude said was, hey man, when you're playing Elden Ring, you're going to come across a lot of cool shit. M- maybe you keep a notebook or take notes in your phone or something, but like keep some notes about, like if you come across something cool that you can't figure out, there's a good chance that later in the game you'll have an item or mm-hmm. an emote or who knows 
that will allow you to do something with that. So take some notes. And you would have thought, buddy, he said, if you want to play Elden Ring, suck my dick. Suck my dick. Eat some poo poo. You got to eat a whole piece of poo poo. That's how people reacted. What? A notebook? That's fucking stupid. And what's funny is I had the exact opposite reaction. Jesse got me this kick ass moleskin sketchbook Mm -hmm. for Christmas. And as soon as I read that, I, I thought of that in my head and I was like, Note to self, go put that by my uh, chair in the living room and have it ready for Elden Ring. Buddy, that thing is going to look like Henry Jones Sr.'s <laughs> fucking grail diary from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Kevin Spacey's diaries from Seven. No, nah, no, nah, much cooler. <laughs> no, nah, man, I ain't be... It, it was in her throat! No, <laughs> oh, man, that's a good movie. Um, but yeah, I... I, so so far, having played about ten hours, I've taken two notes. Mm. I found yeah, this, me too. I haven't taken many. Yeah, I found this weird. It almost seemed like it was meant to be an NPC. This spectral dude sitting on the edge of the cliff, like looking up at the Erd tree, and you could talk to him, but he only had one line of dialogue, right. and it just started repeating after mm-hmm. that. So I was like, well, maybe I need to come back and talk to him later. So I made a little note of cool. where he was, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Gosh, it's. There's a lot of mystery going on mm-hmm. in the world, too, um, in just this area. Like, I can't wait to see the map, like, flower out, you oh. know, into... It's making me a little anxious, because you can zoom out and get a general idea mm-hmm. of what, like, sort of the overall space is of the map. And then imagining that, like, the little area I am now, which is so fucking dense with shit to do and see, mm-hmm. but then... Boom. blown out that size holy shit and then today i took an elevator down somewhere where i was not supposed to be i was on the hunt for a really good bow like because after we got done playing i was like all right i use a bow i use a sword and a shield let me see what of those items are available to me and i found a, a bow that people were like look it's if you're low level it's a bit of a suicide run but you can get your hands on it. And, buddy, you know that's all I had to hear. <laughs> I got I went to bed with the, that quest in my head. Yep, I was like, tomorrow morning? Take care of that shit. Yeah, and then I got up, and Jesse and I had breakfast. I was like, when's Steve, Steve's coming over in 20 minutes? I'm going to go get that bow. <laughs> and so I go down this elevator, right? And, buddy, it is a whole underground world under there. Mm-hmm. So the size of this map... In the density of stuff to do, amazing. But it's done in a really cool fucking way where when I load in, it's not like map waypoints and different markers vomited all over my screen. Thank God. Which, like, I've been really trying to think of a better comparison for this game than Breath of the Wild. To me, it is the most apt. Mm-hmm. It is From's version of Breath of the Wild. And that's kind of exactly what I wanted. The other closest one I can think of is Ghost of Tsushima. It does have... There's something about it that rings a little... Maybe it's the riding around on the horse. Mm-hmm. And the, like you said, the golden particles that sort mm-hmm. of lead your way. And how like serene yet fucking dangerous almost every area seems so far. Granted, we're just in the opening area. Um 
it's Ghost of Tsushima without all the shit on the map. Right. All that shit is there to do, but it isn't like... Because I love Ghost of Tsushima. I sure. love open world games, but sometimes it feels like I'm opening up a, a list of my house Checklist. chores. Yep. You know what I mean? Where it's like, okay, I got to go fucking do the dishes. Mm-hmm. I got to go scoop the litter boxes. Yep. I got. You know what I mean? That's what I hate about those games. And I, st- and I do love Ghost of Tsushima, and I do love to play... Um, you know, Hor- I'm sure Horizon's great too. Those games that are yeah, I can't wait to check out Horizon. Yeah, same. Like, West. like those games are all great. And I don't want to hate how but they do. Th- th- their no, stuff. I'm not. I'm not saying this in a way to be like those games are shitty. I'm just bringing up as how refreshing. That's what I'm. Yeah, I completely yes, agree. Yes. It's just it's it's so nice to just that the thrill of discovery. Yes. is there. They're not going to take that away it, unless you're you're getting it from like secondhand, which is another thing they've always wanted. Is people the, like the community to share information with each other, right? But not like hold your hand to it, like oh, let's put a question mark right here, you know, so they'll come check out this c- cave formation. Mm-hmm. You know, they just want you to find it on your own. And uh, to their credit, the map gorgeous. It looks great, yeah. and you can kind of if you look at that map, you can kind of figure out like exactly. I bet you there's something there. You you can see you can see like drawings on the map mm-hmm. of like um a sarcophagus barrow or whatever, like where there's a bunch of burials and you can set your, you can set a marker, yep. you know, on your map, like you can with other games. And then you, you know where it is. It'll show you on your on screen compass and um, you can get there pretty easily. So you can check out the map that way. It's just, you're going to have to figure out the spots on the map. You want to go yourself. Yeah. You know, which yeah, I think and, is cool. And so like, <clears throat> you know, you, you pointed me in the direction of like two or three sort of little starter dungeons. And we're like, why don't you start there? Mm-hmm. And I did. This was, by the way, after I had run some routes through that uh, ruins camp with mm-hmm. all the soldiers and leveled up a couple times. Good move. And then after that, you were like, uh, just start looking. And so, like, yeah, I would pull up my map and look around. And just doing that, I found a couple of other dungeons, two of which you and Nick hadn't found mm-hmm. yet. Yep. And just I was like, doing... where are they at? Because yep. I'm coming to do them now. <laughs> and then there was one. I don't. Okay. So there's also something else. And I'm going to speak it speak about it in the vaguest terms possible. I will tell you the name of the dungeon, but won't tell you the contents of the dungeon. Okay? Okay. But there's an important NPC to be found in a dungeon. The nu- dungeon is Murkwater Cave. So if you come across a, a dungeon called Murkwater Cave and you start fighting the boss, be very careful. Because... It can go one of two ways, and to me, the preferable way is the way you and I went. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it doesn't seem like it has gone too bad for Nick in right. the way he yeah. went either, to be honest. Yeah. But um, just be on your guard yeah. when you come across Murkwater Cave, is what I'll say. But there is an important... There's something to be had from exploring that Exactly. Place. Like, that's... that's it's it's technically off the beaten path yep. right if that was the witcher game it would be a have been a question mark but that's like an and you know you can find npcs in these in these quote-unquote question marks that you find for yourself uh-huh. that influence the whole game yeah it's weird like so i played the wit i love the witcher 3 Me the witcher 3 is one of my favorite rpgs of all it's time fantastic um i played that and was like wow this is great then i played breath of the wild and i was like oh wow this kind of feels like Zelda meets the Witcher. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they were like in any way influenced. And now Elden Ring feels like you took all the delicious shit from the Witcher 
So you took like, uh, like you know, oh, the weird dark world and the beautiful surroundings and the big open world map, and and then you took Breath of the Wild and you and you were like, oh, let's take that like the exploration because they don't uh, spell things out nearly as much as normal open world games no, in Breath of the no. Wild, right? Mm -hmm. And um, all the lore comes from the NPCs you meet and the item descriptions. Right. No, I'm saying in Breath of the Wild, oh, okay, it's sorry. an open world game that also doesn't put a ton of markers right. and shit mm -hmm. on your map. Let's take these ingredients and, and a little bit of the crafting from Breath of the Wild even. And then let's take the burnt, fucking dark, crusty, maggoty meat, the beautiful, dark, evil mysterious mystery of from games the difficulty throwing a little bit of train loving g george r martin in there and mix it up in a <laughs> stew and and it's delicious yeah man it is delicious i know uh that's the hype train for this game has been like non-stop since the what wednesday when all the reviews yeah the embargo out. started lifting I knew that there would eventually be like kind of a pushback against it. It happens. It, it happens anytime. And I do understand, you know, like these games really are not for everybody. Mm -mm. And and and, I, and it's a shame to say that, but uh, you know, it's for the it's for people who don't mind like getting their ass kicked from time to time. Like there are times in these games where I'll fight bosses lots and lots and lots of times. 30, 40 times before I finally figure them out and then you know how excited I get when I finally beat him? Yeah, I mean, that that <laughs> is... And you got to have again, that mindset. I 100% agree that the this genre of game is not for everybody. For me, it wasn't for me for a long time. Mm -hmm. and I But I took a lot of swings at it before it connected. Right. And honestly, the thing that helped push it through was having you to help me through sort of the... Because, you know, by the end of Demon Souls, like, I was just texting you updates. It wasn't like, hey, I need help with yep. this. And I would just smile big every time you um, sent them in. I did want to bring this up. Now, this information that I'm about to share is outdated. It has probably been blown higher than this. But I saw this graphic going around online that was talking about the all-time player peak on Steam for the different From games. Okay? So, eight years ago, uh, Dark Souls 2 hit its all-time peak of 79,000 players. Okay? It's the weakest game of the series, so it's fine. Seven years ago, Dark Souls 2, the first Scholar oh, edition. Scholar the, yeah. yeah, so that, it, that, I wouldn't really even count that. That's like the, what, the definitive edition, basically. Sure. It hit 12,000 at mm -hmm. its peak. That's fine. Six years ago, uh, Dark Souls 3 hit its all-time peak of 129,000. That's pretty good. That's not bad. Mm -hmm. uh, six years ago, the Dark Souls remaster, uh, 24,000. That's an old game, too. Yeah, no, to totally, right. totally, totally, totally. Um, I'm not shit. I'm just, because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm getting to something I know where you're here. Go I know where you're going. All right, three years ago, Sekiro hit its all-time peak of 125,000. Mm, I love that game so much. Thousand. Uh, peak players Elden Ring in this in this graph it says all time peak five minutes ago <laughs> 542,000 they were right number one <laughs> 542,000 concurrent oh, players we will see how long it's able to sustain those big numbers I have a feeling there'll be a drop off but uh, yeah 
Yeah, I mean that that's that is one hundred percent a percentage of that uh, player count is the hype and the good reviews. Totally, it is one of the best reviews reviewed games in modern history. Mm-hmm. I saw that headline and I was like, "Boy, that's a good headline." <laughs> um, and with one of when that happens you're eventually going to have the like the little roly polies that come out from under the rocks that have to be like the special <laughs> um actually i don't think it's actually that great it's kind of just what they've always done <laughs> it's kind of just the same thing but bigger and you know i realize that i like i like games that just iterate and and and, and improve on what they've done before but because everybody's having a good fucking time and 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 having some joy in this godforsaken joyless fucking shattered world i have to be a downer and try to ruin it for people <laughs> great job thank you great job that, that was guy. for you buddy that was for you steve <laughs> Yeah, but I, you know, it, it's I'm fine with it. I think really, like these games have such a passionate fan base. Yeah, that that love them. Hey, and, and anytime there's a passionate fan base, mm-hmm. there's a cool a section of that passage, uh, a passionate fan base, and then that other side, insufferable. Yeah, it, with but... anything, buddy. Like you know how much I love Tool. Mm-hmm. There's a section of the passionate Tool fans that are cool that I could have a conversation with, and then there's the other side insufferable that i'd rather not ever meet hang out with talk to waste my time with star wars fans (laughs) one side great awesome see it's not even really that bad with the from stuff it's like you get the biggest arguments is like dark souls too good or dark souls too bad that that seems to be the major i don't mean infighting Right. I don't mean infighting in the from community, but buddy, just in the gaming community at large. The, oh yeah, there the that's different. Yeah, the that's... get good. Oh uh, yeah, you're, the, that's you know what point. I mean. That's the gatekeeping that, crowd. The gatekeeping yeah. crowd. I don't like that. Insufferable. I don't care for it. And it's always sort of the gatekeeping crowd in any fandom that is insufferable. That's a good point. Can I talk about something else that's actually a game mechanic? Yeah, that's on that kind of level. Fuck yeah. So like. So I know there's going to be a lot of people who make a big deal out of the difficulty. But there's a mechanic where even if you don't have buddies to come help you. So there's there's these things you can find that are called ashes. Right. And you can these ashes are certain things that you can summon to help you in fights, mm-hmm. including boss fights. And yeah. they come in super handy. So if you're having trouble, that's the kind of stuff that you're going to need to do. And that's in the game for a reason. It is. Those really, really help out in those boss fights. So I only have two different ones right mm-hmm. now. I have the three wolves mm-hmm. or four wolves. Three wolves. Three. You, you Like I'll summon in these three spectral wolves and they'll come in and draw aggro from the boss. And man... They have gotten me out of some tight spots. They really do. Because there's times where you're having to fight like multiple, multiple guys. Like yes. 10 guys with like a giant in the middle of them too. Yeah. And you're like, how the fuck am I going to handle all this? Well, you summon your wolves to help. That helps. And the last boss I fought last night before I went to bed was this big pumpkin head guy. Mm-hmm. And I went in there the first time. He beat me. Uh, no sight of grace near. So I had to make the trek back. And I'm like, well, I had a lot of souls. So I'm going to beat this guy eventually because I need to get out with those 
uh, runes, mm-hmm. not souls. Sorry. It's okay. Not sorry. I call them bonfires um, and souls. And souls. yeah, man, that second time I went in there, I summoned my little wolf buddies. And me and the wolf pack put it down, bro. Yeah, man. Lay the smack down. So that so- pumpkin headed guy looked like he was participating in a movie that would get banned <laughs> in the United States. <laughs> that that people would search for on Ed's hamster and end up on a fucking <laughs> list. There were so many dogs fucking all up in his body. video. Yeah. yeah, I love it. And, Nine! and th- think about if you're a caster, you know, so you yeah. send these wolves out in front of you to just kind of draw hold them up while you're just back there like magic missile magic yeah. missile yeah <laughs> magic missile. um fireball Whatever. that and then i i haven't even summoned the other guy there's like a mage yeah type guy there's i haven't a, fucked yeah. with him yet but and i think you can level them up which i haven't figured out how to do figured, yet yeah there's a, i feel like there's so much this game i i got we the barely ability talked about crafting yo we're about to uh <laughs> I got the ability to alter my armor and my clothes, and I haven't figured out. I haven't done that yet either. I haven't figured out what it is. Uh, The crafting. The crafting is very similar to Dark, uh, not Dark Souls, uh, Breath of the Wild. Right. It's it's definitely something that I would say is, it's cool that it's in there, but it's not like, oh my God, it's a mind-blowing crafting system. You know what I mean? It's like pretty pretty simple. It is very simple, which is fine, and mm-hmm. it's all about just gathering your ingredients, yep. much like it would be in a Skyrim or anything like that. The one thing, and maybe I'll be wrong as we go, but I am a little bummed that I can't craft armor and weapons, because that's really what I like crafting in right. games. Mm-hmm. But it all seems to be useful consumables, including arrows, fire arrows, yeah, uh, I feel like fire pots. That'll know. be mostly what it is, I think. Well, which is cool. Who knows? It may get it may get more interesting. We're still are in the first area. Yeah, and and like there there's cookbooks that you buy that open more. And I've been buying every one of those I've, I've been seen. Trying. I've been crafting my fire arrows mm-hmm. and shit like that. It, I, I'm glad that it's there because one of the things that was a little bit annoying in Demon Souls was like, I need this one thing. Only a certain vendor sells it. He might be in the middle of a level. Yeah. And then got to go through the middle of this hellscape just mm. to get to the vendor to buy some fire arrows. Yep. Or whatever it is. Putting that in my hands to where I can just yeah, craft them be out. Be your own and, vendor. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Um, Can just craft them out in the field. Mm-hmm. So I don't, it doesn't interrupt my flow of exploring and taking on many things. Exactly. And it also gives you something to do in like the just second to second gameplay like yeah. where you're just kind of moving from one area to another if you're like oh there's that that thing i need let me grab one yeah you know yeah and it's real fast it's not like the red dead let me uh bend over and, and it shows a graphic fucking skinning <laughs> animation in red dead <laughs> right every time like at the first part, time i did it i was like that's cool Man, that is an attention to detail. Rockstar, yeah. y'all are crazy. Lay off the cocaine, bros. And then <laughs> by the tw- uh, tenth time, I'm like, all right, I don't need to see Arthur fucking gut this animal before my eyes. <laughs> and then by the fiftieth time, those poor rabbits. Jesus, <laughs> just right out of their skin. Um, so I dig the crafting. Me too. We'll see. Now, as of right now. I and I've had a couple of people ask me. I feel like this game is a hundred percent worth the hype. Oh, yeah. As far as I, what I wanted, um, you know, I've, I've been thinking about this game since 2019 was when it was first announced. You know, E3 2019. Yeah, okay. Feels like longer than that. 
That was when they... I knew they were working on it previously to that. Right. I remember the rumors being mm-hmm. around like, ooh, From's working on an open world game. So, with, there's going to be a George horse. George R. R. Martin's which, involved. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a horse and so, stuff like that. So there were rumors swirling about that from probably about like 2017, yeah. maybe on. That I So I was aware of it, but it wasn't really a reality until, oh, 2019, E3. E3, here's basically a teaser. Yeah. The, the, that, that the internet... The fans went wild. The we fandom went wild for, for a while. They until last that, year. They memed on that thing forever. Yeah. Oh, Elden Ring. Yep. That's where that comes from, you know? Yep. The sky, it burns. And they lived off of that little tiny thing until E3 last year. Yeah. When we got gameplay for the first time. So it's just been this wait. And I just can't believe that it just has completely exceeded my expectations and once again just like i said with halo infinite Mm -hmm. this is a game i'm glad we finally have a couple of games that we can point to and go like i know it's a bummer it sucks when something you're really looking forward to gets delayed Mm -hmm. but look at the potential end product here Mm -hmm. And if a little bit of a delay leads to us getting Halo Infinite, my game of the year last year, mm-hmm. and if a little bit of a delay leads us to getting Elden Ring, a strong contender for yeah. my personal game of the year, I would have to imagine already a shoe in for yours. More, for the year. Yeah, it, I, I can't well, imagine. There's a lot of year left, Just, but let's there's see. There's some good stuff coming out this year. If that's what we get from delays, then yeah, fucking do it, man. I would rather have this than have a broken cyberpunk for a year right. and a half or however Same. long. And um, let me on that on that note too, let me talk about the performance actually cuz okay. the we both have been playing on the PlayStation 5 mm-hmm. and I feel like the performance has been pretty pretty solid. Like so I I don't know what it is, man. I if if it is not a major frame drop, I'm not very susceptible to them. Yeah. I've been playing in performance mode. Same with me. And I have not noticed a frame drop. I feel like they've patched it. Uh, they they stealth patched it yesterday. Yeah, I think. I, there was an update for mm-hmm. it when I logged on this morning. Cool. That was the one that I, I, I downloaded last got, night. Yeah. yeah. And and I feel like they've stabilized it a bit. It's supposed to be running at 60 frames, and I feel like they do most of the time. Sometimes it dips a tiny little bit, but it never gets below 45. Like, you're never okay. going to ha- experience a super bad hiccup on the PlayStation 5, and it runs really good. And let me tell you, so I won't tell you guys where it happened, mm-hmm. because I want it to be a surprise to you guys. But I was milling about in an area, and I see a creature, and I go, oh, I need some beast bones. Okay? I need some beast bones to make arrows. I'm going to go kill that creature. I'm riding up on my horse. And I'm in, in, like, there's evil around me. Like, there's enemies around me. I'm by no means in necessarily a safe space. And all of the sudden, the sky ripped open, and a dragon descended from the heavens, grabbed this sheep or this boar or whatever it was <laughs> that I was going after, ripped it in half, and then started spewing fire. Fire and brimstone directly in my direction. (laughs) And you guys knew exactly where I was and what happened when it happened to me on the headset. I was like, what the fuck? I do, yeah. I don't know how I got out alive. And the, Probably because I was on my horse. Did the frame rate stay at least somewhat consistent? Yeah. That all happened. I didn't notice a frame rate drop. Beautiful. I once again I acknowledge that I am not 
the biggest frame rate guy. Mm -hmm. I can notice when it's really, really bad. I'll be like, wow, it's getting yeah, chugga chugging. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I have not noticed it. Me neither. There's some there's some drawing. Uh, like uh, sometimes, like when you load in and 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 you spawn, and there you can see kind of the level fill in. No yeah, big deal but for that, me. It happens real quick, super quick. The load times, times are great. Great. As <laughs> I was going to bring that up, <laughs> performance wise. Now, you know, this is a game. The only reason I'm playing it on PlayStation is because Steve said I'm getting it on PlayStation. I have all my get my from games are on there. You know? I normally go, uh, you know, Xbox cross platform games games that come on both mm -hmm. i normally go xbox but i went with playstation so steve and i could play together and so as of right now the playstation 5 performance of elden ring in performance mode i might add tight hell yeah just wait until <coughs> um like in a couple like maybe a couple of months when we're doing end game shit and we get evan and rob and and uh on the party be awesome, man. We got to get a Nick, Nick a PlayStation before then. Oh, God, tell me about it. And our friend Nick, who was playing with us uh, just over comms, you know, uh, was he plays on PC, and I feel like his his hardware is even a little older than like the cutting edge stuff now. But he's he's getting good performance too, I think. So yeah, now he did say that he had to make a few tweaks and right. adjustments. Yeah, true that. Yeah, which is the PC gaming experience mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. But once it seems like once it got dialed in. He was fairly happy with it. And mm -hmm. you know how I know? Because he if complain. he was exactly yeah, he if, if if it was not up to par, Nick would have let us he know. He definitely like, would. Yeah. yeah. And I don't like I don't want Nick when he hears this after I'm dead and gone to think I'm making fun of him. Like he's just a dude That's, that would have let us know. Right. Like it's so funny when um I, there were some times when I'd be streaming a long time ago and he'd be watching and he'd be like, hmm, guess you started to play the playstation one version you know because like the fucking stream would dip or whatever <laughs> i always thought that was funny so he will crack on it if it did like if it would have tanked and he never did so I'm, um I'm, i guess this performance i can good. can i add one more thing of course that i would this is a slight i would i say i have the the two i brought up earlier mm -hmm. the no cross play the co-op being more limited than i originally thought mm -hmm. and those are like maybe a point one deductions like point oh one of a point deduction they're not major for me this third one is like a a point one <laughs> deduction and it's extremely only it like i'm biased because this is one of my favorite things in video games and I don't know why they don't have it because this game is beautiful. And oh, there's so yeah. many moments where I'm standing on a cliff or cresting a hill where I see something so fucking cool and well-designed spread out before, uh, uh, ahead of me. The first thing that pops in my head is photo mode. Let me open up photo mode and take a cool picture of this. Share it on my social media. It's free fucking advertising. Not that you guys need it, but still, every copy sold helps. Yeah. And there's no photo mode in Elden Ring. That bums me out. It is a super bummer. And the thing is, now that I think about it, I, I wonder if they don't like giving you control of, like, a god camera. I think that that's probably why. If if they were to do a photo mode, you would probably be, like, pretty limited as far as, like, your scope. You know that what I mean? That would be fine. But I, I don't think... need, um, I don't need, you know, a fully robust one. Right. I would just like to be able to, you know... Pose my character in a pose if Absolutely. I want. Mm -hmm. uh, get rid of all the HUD elements. 
uh, frame it up, maybe tweak the lighting a little bit, a little tweaky tweak to the lighting. <laughs> maybe even take my character out of the frame so I can just take a picture of the shit that's laid out before. I could hook them. I could give them some. They they don't even need it. They're some of the most talented dudes in the fucking game. The game of games. I know. I agree with you, though. I mean, it's it's a gorgeous, gorgeous game that deserves a photo mode. It does. Yeah. I would love to to take some photos of this shit, man. Yeah, because so the PlayStation um, photo mode, nothing against it in particular. Like, the Xbox is pretty much the same. It's just it's not as good as when the game gives you the photo mode to make the no. pictures. Yeah. Um, and secondly, I do want to talk about the game graphically because... Graphics are always part of the conversation, have always been part of the conversation when it comes to video games, and will always be part of the conversation when it comes to video games. Demon Soul or uh, Elden Ring looks incredible. Yeah. It does not look as good as Demon Souls, but you have to be fair. Demon Souls remake was solely made for the PlayStation 5 and a much smaller game mm-hmm. in much comparison. Smaller. Yeah. But. As the last Souls game I played before this was I had been fucking around a little bit here in Dark Souls 3. I thought what I was going to do was secretly destroy Dark Souls 3 and then come on the (laughs) podcast and be like, Steve, guess what I did? But that didn't happen. That didn't happen. But I did play a decent amount of Dark Souls 3 over the last couple of months. Mm -hmm. It looks better, way better than Dark Souls 3. And that's a good looking game. So if you're wondering graphically. Elden Ring looks pretty fucking sweet. It fucking does. The the um another from trope is they always have like kind of a female companion ish who not not somebody who adventures with you, but somebody who you meet up with every now and again who like ostensibly levels you up. Mm-hmm. Et cetera, et cetera. And the the person they've used in this game is an awesome uh model graphically, I think. It's re- they do a really nice job. That lady's name, Melina? Melina, yeah. Yeah, every time I see her, I'm like, ooh, Melina. Melina. Yeah. Melina. <laughs> Melina. <laughs> <laughs> so what about you, buddy? Do you have anything you... these? Like I said, we're just spitballing. We're all over the place. This has been our early impressions. Do you have anything you want... Uh, did she feel like you don't want to leave left on the table before we wrap oh, up? man, it's tough to say at this point. There's just been so much that we've we've experienced in just a short amount of time, and it's... It's not a blur, but it's just been like a really, uh, really stretched out couple of days in an awesome way. Like I'm gonna go home and play as soon as we're done here for the rest of the day because it's my last Sunday. I'm I'm getting much of it out as I can. That's what I'm gonna do. And uh, it's just it's it's so weird to feel this actually happen. You know, like I like I said back in the day when. 2017 when you're like oh man they're working on the follow-up to dark souls and george rr R. martin's writing it it's like what the fuck that'll never happen and then oh it is happening oh it's it's out like yep. the journey from there to here has been has been a long one and it's just so surreal to me that i, I get to play elden ring and it's good another thing i would recommend to anybody who hasn't played it yet is when they get it and you turn it on, and you just get to the Elden Ring screen, the push start screen or whatever, don't push start. Just let sit, sit there for a second and, and soak let, the, in. let the, the theme song will kick in after about five to eight seconds, and just let that theme song play. And um, try not to uh, let your face melt onto the floor. <sighs> it's so good. Guys, Elden Ring comes highly suggested from mm-hmm. your buddies here at this podcast. 
This is not a review. Early impressions only. As of right now, I feel like it's totally worth the hype. Yep. We want to hear what you guys think. Yeah, and I'm happy to um, give advice to anybody who, yeah. you know, if they're having a hard time with it or whatever. But, you know, because especially early on in this game cycle, one thing about getting into them late is people have figured everything out. So if you're, if you're running them into a wall, you can just get on the internet and boom, yeah. there it is. We're not quite there yet with Elden Rings. It's but it's getting, it's kind of getting there. Yeah, I know. People are nuts. Um, it's going to so, be there soon. Uh, yeah. We want to know what you think. Email us at highpotionpod at gmail.com. Your Elden Ring thoughts if you're playing it. If you're hesitant to play, us, play it, let us know why. Maybe we yeah. can turn you around on it. Uh, follow Steve on Twitter at Stoned Cobra. Hit him up if you have any Elden Ring questions. You can right. follow me at Blue Harvest Pod. You can follow the podcast here itself, High Potion Pod, on Twitter. Uh, leave us some reviews, guys. Wherever you listen, if it lets you leave reviews, Apple Podcast, whatever, leave us from some reviews. When we get to sixty reviews on Apple Podcast, we're going to do our next giveaway. That'll activate that, uh, and. Look forward to sometime in the future, month or two from now, probably. Yeah. Our full yeah. Elden Ring review and deep dive. Yeah, boom, boom. And uh, let me say one more thing. Um, I've forgotten that we had an episode in the can. So the episode that comes out the week after this is going to be really funny because at the end of it, I'm going to be like, Elden Ring comes out soon. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, so. but that's how it goes. <laughs> We recorded this shit as a emergency Sunday podcast. So, oh man! Uh, thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you soon. We're the lonesome dung eater. The lonesome dung eater. <laughs> we'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.